0: Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News Thursday, July 8th, 2021. Stand up for your country. So we have the big interview with Donald Trump today for you. I think you'll appreciate it. It's right to the point. Uh, cover a lot of ground. Um, we're going to play it for you in a minute. I want to set it up. So yesterday after I finished taping this broadcast, um, I got in a helicopter and I flew to central New Jersey from Long Island. About 45, 50-minute flight. Nice flight. We have a good pilot. Um, but he couldn't take me back because there were thunderstorms. And you don't want to be in a helicopter with thunderstorms. So I had to drive back. It was fine. Um, it was a long, long day. I got uh, into bed about 1.30 a.m. Uh, but it's that's what I do. No whining here. Um, so I go to uh, Donald Trump's golf club. In Bedminster, New Jersey, beautiful club. Hale Irwin was there. You know, a lot of big-time golfers like to play the course. And uh, I interviewed Donald Trump, and you'll see it. And there was breaking news because of the lawsuit that Mr. Trump has filed against the social media companies. So I was lucky in the sense that I walked into a breaking news situation, and we got that and. The other subjects that I wanted to cover, it is kind of a preview of the history tour that we're going to launch in December. the same kind of style and questioning. So you'll see it here, and we hope that you'll want to see it in person. So we'll begin with the lawsuit. So this is a federal class action lawsuit, and it is filed by Donald Trump, but other people can join him. It's filed in Florida, which has passed a new law. As you may know, we reported on it, that if an American citizen who lives in Florida believes that his or her rights are being violated by social media companies, you can sue. You have standing in the state of Florida. As soon as that happened, I knew Trump was going to do this, and um, he has. So the suits are directed at Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook, Jack Dorsey of Twitter, Sandar Pichet of Google and YouTube. And it's a big deal. As I said yesterday, Donald Trump doesn't have to pay for this because his political action committees are handling it. There's a lot of big attorneys, and this is a landmark case. And that is where we begin the Trump O'Reilly interview. So the uh, lawsuit against the social media companies is uh, unprecedented. Number one, and could be a game changer for the country. Number two, are your lawyers prepared, though, for the war? Because it will be a war. You know that. Are they prepared for it?
1: Everything's a war with me. Life is a war. And yeah, we're prepared and somebody had to do it. Uh, I made a big speech in Florida the other day, we had 48,000 people and the people are screaming, when are you going to sue social media, big tech? Everybody's wanted me to do this. Uh, They're bad. They're bad people and they're doing bad things and they're really hurting our nation. They may be in the process of destroying our nation. We're not going to let that happen.
0: Their defense is going to be that you incited the Capitol riot. How will your attorneys Handle that.
1: Well, it's very easy. Number one, I didn't. Number two, they did a whole big report and investigation in Congress. It was released two weeks ago. And in that report, they don't even mention my name. Number three, I said to the Secretary of Defense, because I knew how big that rally was. I think you might have had a million people at that rally. That was a big rally. Nobody likes to talk about that. And they were there, in my opinion, because of election fraud, the fraudulent election of 2020. And In my opinion, uh, that will be a case that will be easy. And uh, I think we're going to do very, very well. Uh, There was a lot of reasons for people to be there. It was covered unfairly by the press. But the report came out by Congress, and it didn't even mention my name, let alone anything else. So we're in very good shape.
0: They're going to want to take a deposition from you. You're going to sit for a deposition. Sure.
1: I mean, I look forward to it, actually. I look forward to it. I love talking about the election fraud, because it was the most fraudulent election. Well, I think we've had a lot of them.
0: Frankly, you have new stuff you're going to put forth. Your attorneys have new things. That oh, the oh, we hasn't have a heard? lot of new
1: things. It's not so new if you read the newspapers, because a lot of it comes out. A very big lawsuit in Georgia that's really going incredibly well. No, but I know strongly. from your
0: point of view, are you going to introduce new evidence to show that you are being persecuted by the social media companies?
1: Oh Well, you know, I don't think we need new evidence, Bill. Look, they took me off Twitter. In fact, they actually gave a certain sentence that I said and it was the most modest sentence I think I've said in a long time. If you want to know the truth. They were just looking for a reason. And yet Hamas dictators that want to blow up the world. So many people are the worst people in the world Iran. And they don't get red flagged. I get red flagged everything we said. No, no, we're coming full blast. We have tobacco company lawyers. They wanted to do this case so badly. I wanted to do the case so badly. And I think we have tremendous evidence. Now, will we get more? Probably. But if we didn't have any more evidence, we have plenty. Can you imagine they take the president sitting president of the United States off, but they leave people from Iran that say death to Israel, death to America. Uh, and we they're still on
0: that. the uh, social media.
1: They don't even get they don't even get they don't get flagged. Not well, that I see.
0: They don't get flagged. You know, Zuckerberg and Dorsey. You know them. You met with them at the White House. That's right. Why are they doing this to you?
1: I guess they have different views. I guess they felt that the voice was very strong, that they don't want to have that point of view. I I think that, look, what do we want? I want strong military. I want great education for our children. I want good housing at low prices. I want uh, uh, economic success, we want jobs, we want powerful everything, we want space force, which we need to protect ourselves. We fell so far behind and now we're ahead. I rebuilt the entire military. I want the things that, it's common sense, you know, somebody said consent They don't want that? Common, I don't think so, I guess not.
0: You think it's personal that they despise I, I don't you? know
1: what it is exactly. I know that I had tens of millions of people on Twitter and Facebook, tens of millions, right. Uh, Zuckerberg came into my office, he said, congratulations,
0: he you're number def- one. He was deferential to you, wasn't he? Didn't he kiss oh, your butt?
1: Oh, he was. He, there was nobody more so.
0: Didn't Zuckerberg kiss your butt? Well,
1: you know that, and I will say the answer is an absolute yes. In fact, he came to uh, dinner at the White House on more than one occasion. And we had a dinner with just uh, Melania, myself, he and his wife, who's lovely, and had a great dinner. But walked in and said, congratulations. I said, on what? You're number one on Facebook. I said, thank you very much. And I then, didn't then he even turns
0: around, he bans you. Yeah. Anybody else behind them, do you think? Zuckerberg? I don't know.
1: I don't know. We're going to find out a lot. The lawsuit's a big lawsuit. We have great lawyers. It's going to be, I think, All very right. revealing. We're going to find out, and you'll be the first to know.
0: Thank you. OK, let's do uh, what's happening in country now. Why are gas prices going up?
1: Uh, they have taken our beautiful energy program where we were energy independent for the first time in the history of our country. Somebody said since the 1950s, in the history of our country, not only energy independent, we had so much energy, we didn't know what to do with it. Gas prices were $1.86, and they were going lower than that. And now they're going to be three and a half, four, five, six, and seven dollars. Watch what happens.
2: And Why? they took Why? it. Why? And
1: here's the worst thing. This morning, this morning, I heard that Biden, and I don't believe it's Biden, it's his people because he doesn't talk to a lot of people. But his people are starting to negotiate with OPEC because we need gasoline and we need oil. Know,
0: but why did they do it? Why did they try to attack so the So they people?
1: say, if you believe certain people, they say because they want to drive up the price of energy so you don't use oil and so gas. it's a global warming play. Well, that, that's what they say. I don't believe that. I think it's incompetence. Number one, We can have all the global warming uh, uh, things that we want to do. We can do everything we want. But you still have the rest of the world that's filthy. And China sends up a lot. And India, our great friend India, they send up Fumes and things the likes of which you've never seen China, you know right now is building hundreds and hundreds of coal-fired plants I know while we are closing our coal plants and we're going to these stupid windmills that are destroying our countryside
0: Stupid windmills.
1: They are the dumbest thing. I tell you (laughs) and they're expensive and you know where they're made they're made in China And they're made in a place called Germany every one of them Germany and China And they're put here and ruining our landscape and killing our birds and it's a lousy energy and it's so much more
0: expensive. Let's get to the most important question in this interview. You ready for it? Yeah, I'm always ready. All right. Do you believe as an American, not as a former president, do you believe as an American that Joe Biden, the president of the United States, is in cognitive decline? Look,
1: I don't like to criticize other people. He certainly ran a campaign where he didn't work and it was a rigged deal and somebody was running it. I don't believe it was him. I really don't believe it was him. There are other people running. You know the people that I'm talking about. I certainly know the people that I'm talking about, but I don't think he's running a lot. He certainly doesn't work very hard. Does yes. he
0: understand? I don't know. If
1: you watch if you watch him on television, uh, you would certainly not think he understands too much. Do you think much. he
0: understands macroeconomics?
1: I don't think he understands anything. But I don't get involved in that bill. That's for other people to say. But do you say. think
0: he's just not intelligent or he's losing? Well, I can I'd rather capacity. speak
1: to his past. In his past, he was not known as an intelligent person. Now, I think there's something else going on. But in his past, he was never known as, like, if you said, who are the smartest people in the Senate, his name was not exactly at the top of the
0: list. So you don't think he was ever, from the jump, one of the brightest bulbs? Well,
1: the amazing thing, he ran for president numerous times. He never got more than 1%. All of a sudden, he wins. Now, he wouldn't have won, except that Elizabeth Warren didn't get out on Super Tuesday. He would have been beaten badly by Crazy Bernie.
0: Here's a question I've always wanted to ask you, um, and I hope you answer it. What did you write in the note that you gave to Joe Biden when you left the White House and he came in?
1: I can't tell you that, and I think it's up to him, but he actually says it's up to me. But it was a warm note, and it was a note saying, do a good job you're there do a good job but i think it was a very warm note and a i think positive I, note. I, ha- I think i had an obligation to be positive yes you didn't because say that I the I election was rigged or
0: anything in, in, No,
1: note. i didn't talk about that i didn't talk about the election frankly the election was rigged and that's coming out but i didn't talk about okay. that
0: now here's something you and i talked about years ago and i know you were concerned with it and that's the rising violence on the streets of chicago new york and other cities
1: democrat-run cities
0: why is that happening <laughs>
1: Uh, because they've taken away the authority of police. The police are not allowed to do their jobs. Uh, the stop and frisk program that we had very successfully in New York, people are ashamed of it. I watched uh, Bloomberg get up and totally denounce stop and Are they and just frisk.
0: misguided or or they do they want to I destroy they, the police? I think they're...
1: Yeah, they want to destroy the police they want to destroy and now they're saying, oh, we don't want to defund the police. They are a party of misinformation The Democrats. These are all Democratic run cities. Look, in Chicago this weekend, you had 150 people shot. This isn't like Afghanistan where you had none. You know, in Afghanistan, we haven't lost a soldier when I was there because I did a lot of good things. We didn't lose a soldier in one year. In Chicago and in New York and these other places, you're losing them.
0: And they're all Blacks that are getting killed.
1: For the most part, it's called Black on Black. It's Black on Black crime. It's a terrible thing.
0: In New York, the Manhattan DA, Cy Vance, doesn't prosecute most crimes.
1: No, they don't prosecute these people. And they don't prosecute killers. They don't prosecute drug dealers. They don't prosecute. All they prosecute. Do you know Vance? All they prosecute is Republicans.
0: Do you know Vance?
1: I do. I know him. And I know a lot of other people, too. And you're dealing with a group of Democrats that are really hunting for a specific Republican because I got 75 million votes plus a lot more than that.
0: Yeah, it's a low-level beef. What they did to you, 99 out of 100, is civil. They, they do a civil action and they say you owe this tax or that tax and you pay it and you pay a fine. Criminal, I, we did research to try to find out if Cy Vance had ever done this before. We really can't find him. Maybe there were, but they
1: say it's never been done ever in history. So
0: why is he doing it?
1: Because he's told, in my opinion, to do it from Washington. They don't want me But running. he's
0: retiring. Why would he listen to anybody in Washington? He
1: listens because maybe he'll go to work in Washington. You think it's a free quote? I don't know. You, you never, never know trip. what happens. Yeah. Why? Why do people do things? But uh, when you look, it's never happened in the history of the city anything like this. It's, cr- it's really and, interesting. And what it is, is we've got 75 million votes. They don't want me running again. They don't want me running again. Okay. I and, mean, look, and I think
0: certainly a valid point of view. I think as uh,
1: a lot of people have said, you know, when I got impeached, a phony impeachment, Russia, Russia, I, it was Hillary. It wasn't me. I went way up in the polls when I got impeached the second time. It was 100 percent Democrat impeachment. And I had great support from Republicans, by the way. I went way up in the polls. Uh, This one is actually worse because if you look at this, it's never happened. A thing like this has never happened before. It's
0: really interesting. I don't think the people will stand for it. Last question in the formal interview, and then we'll do a little bit of a history tour. How does it feel to be the most controversial president in history?
1: I don't think I'm the most controversial. I don't Ooh. know but I don't think I'm look I did a good job I did I think a great job
0: but you don't most, think that doesn't let's let me put just that aside there. though
1: biggest tax cuts in history I know that but biggest regulation the most
0: controversial president in history I don't see I don't think so Who I think would be more well, controversial? They,
1: they've had plenty of controversial presidents I mean we've had a lot of controversy you know presidents. me
0: I'm a I'm a historian
1: and I'll tell you what somebody said the other day also a historian said they don't know of any president that's done more. We rebuilt the military, we started Space Force, not for 75 years with Air Force, has a new military branch been developed and we have it developed and fully developed. We've done so much, and you know what we did that some people love beyond imagination, the vaccine. If I didn't come up with a vaccine, we did it in less than nine months, it was supposed to take three to five years and they were never gonna have it. Okay, I don't want you to say anything. No, no, but when you do these things, what's controversial. I think in the end I may no, no, go no, down it's not
0: I? what you did it's who you are. No, I know, but I think
1: in the end I will be judged not necessarily for controversy but because of what I agree did. with
0: that. D- down the road they're going to look at what you did. Now I'm even gonna- a subject
1: that you talk about and you'll be talking about in your next book I knocked out 100% of ISIS. Right. I took it over it was a mess. They have a map and the red was ISIS. It was all over. I said, "Wait a minute, this is all over within 12 months, it was all, we we won 100%, you know that,
0: yeah, I knocked out
1: al-Baghdadi, knocked out Well, Killing Salimini. the Killers, it comes
0: out November 2nd, nice book Nobody for did me. what I've done. They'll know what you did. Good. Because this That'd book be is good. straight That'd facts. That would be my great honor. Now, um, I'm not going to talk about the vaccine because I'm going to lead with that in the Trump-O'Reilly history tour. Okay. That is the first topic I'm telling you in advance because that is the most important topic that this country is now coming out of COVID, whereas if you go to Europe or Asia, they're still locked down. So I want to know how you did it. Right. So that's the tone of the history tour. Good. Here's my first question. Took you two months to sign on to this. You didn't, you had to think about this. Is it because of me?
1: No. Uh, you and I have always had the best interviews. We've done a great, we've had a great relationship, right? And. Oh, you and I have some very good friends that we also do some good work together. You and I have always done well together. You're tough. You're smart. Uh, I enjoy the interviews with you very much. And you know, we've, we've, uh, so Why did it take you so long to sign on to this? Because it's a lot of work. You know, I have to get in a plane, you fly there, that. be interviewed and then leave, right? It's
0: gonna be 15,000 people who love you well, in these arenas,
1: and I'm hearing you're setting records and we're setting records with what we're doing. We're doing so well, that's good, that's uh, but
0: good. I remember in Detroit when you were running and then you were mad at me because I had, I guess, criticized you. I don't even remember with that. You said I needed a psychiatrist. So I've hired a psychiatrist to come with us on the tour.
1: I like that. I think that's good. Maybe I'll use him too. You
0: know, I think you really secretly, you'll never admit it to me, looking forward to the Trump O'Reilly history tour. I I think you're looking forward to it.
1: I think we're gonna have a good time, but more importantly I think we're gonna educate a lot of people as to the things that I've done in the administration Even the things that we did together. We had a lot of you know you you had an influence and by the way Sean Hannity had an influence There are people that have had a great influence a positive way, but there are people that are absolutely disgraceful we don't have a free press, as you, I right. think. When you're going to
0: name names in this history tour? Oh,
1: we'll name names. Yeah, all I don't right. mind that at all.
0: Mr. President, thank you for taking the time to talk with me today. Thank you very much, Bill.
1: Yeah. It's an honor. We're going to have a lot of fun.
0: All right. So those shows uh, just go to BillO'Reilly.com, and uh, we got two in Florida, Fort Lauderdale and Orlando. Two in Texas, in Houston and Dallas in uh, December, and I, uh, I think it's going to be history. I mean, it sounds like a cliche, but I got so many questions, and I don't know the answers to them, and only President Trump knows the answers to them. He's the only one who does, and the stuff's never been reported. So I want to check that out. Now, the lawsuit yesterday uh, is obviously um, causing concern in the progressive liberal precincts in America because at this point, the social media companies – Melded with the progressive movement. There's no doubt about it. There's no two sides to that story. We all know that's true. So if Donald Trump wins, and it'll take him three years or so, it'll probably come right up to the 2024 presidential race. If he wins um, and basically says uh, that the First Amendment is being violated by the social media companies, and they're, of course, not allowed to do that, it's unconstitutional. The whole thing changes. All of this changes in a heartbeat. Now, there may change legislatively if the Republicans control the House and the Senate in 2022, um, and it could happen. Joe Biden will never sign it, but you can, you know, depending on how big they win, override his veto. So social media companies are now on the defensive for the first time. So last night, of course, it was reaction, and I'm going to play you both pro and con lawsuit first those who oppose go i have to see this complaint
1: because i'm fascinated to see the theory of liability here look this has been settled law for a while facebook twitter yeah those are private companies they can invite people into their club they can dismiss people from their club and moreover the president knows that section 230 of the communications decency act gives not only immunity to these social media companies but it also has a, so, a good Samaritan provision, which allows them to also police activity, in a sense, to uh, to single out material that's offensive or lewd or lascivious and get rid of it.
2: This is more of a PR stunt uh, than a legal case. They know this case will be summarily dismissed. And that just adds to the talking points that the, even uh, the, the courts are out to get him.
0: I do not believe the case will be summarily dismissed. A lower court might. A federal lower court, but the Supreme Court will hear it. And you can't run any company or corporation if you are violating a constitutional amendment. You can't. Simple man, right here. Simple man, that's it. Now, here are the people who support the Trump lawsuit. Go.
1: You know, I always say there's many ways to fight a war, and we actually are in, I would say, an information war with big tech. And, you know, when you're in a war, you need foot soldiers, you need tanks, you need an air force. I would say that in this war, we need lawsuits like Trump is doing. But the heart of the legal claim here is that these private companies are not actually acting as private companies. They are acting on behalf of the federal government, and they are protected by the federal government in the form of Section 230C2 when they do it. So that's the heart of this argument, which is what makes this case different than, what nor- than when normal private companies behave as private companies.
0: Yeah, I don't think that's going to get anywhere, the private company government axis. But certainly uh, the Trump lawyers say, look, if, if Twitter and Facebook and all of these social media things are going to allow Iran unfettered access to do what they want. And then they're going to censor President of the United States. Is something wrong. That's a strong argument. Okay, let's go to President Biden. Yesterday he was in Illinois. He stopped off to see uh, Mayor Lightfoot of Chicago. We all know thousands of African Americans are being murdered in that city. And that's been going on for more than a decade. And nobody's doing anything about it. Okay, so uh, what is Biden going to do about it? Nothing, because he has no idea about how to solve any problems. So um, I'm a simple man, as you know, and I have one simple question to anybody, any American who voted for Joe Biden. Give me one thing, just one, that Joe Biden has done to make your life better or the lives of Americans. Just one. Well, he's not Trump down, no. That's not it. I mean, one policy thing. So he goes to Lightfoot, by the way, and he says, I'm going to give you another $2 billion. So the state of Illinois has already gotten $20 billion from Joe Biden. $20 billion, state of Illinois. Bankrupt state, out of control in Cook County, Chicago, no doubt. All right, already got twenty. Joe's going to kick over $2 billion more. What's that going to do, Joe? With all due respect, I-, I call you Joey Warbucks, okay, because it's all you do is just deal it out. But how is another $2 billion on top of the $20 billion going to solve violent crime? Tell me. I'm, I'm ready to—I'll I'll fly anywhere you are and I'll interview you just like I interviewed Donald Trump in a fair way. Tell me how that $2 billion is going to, going to do it. What are you going to do? Hire more cops? Lightfoot doesn't want to do that. Lightfoot hates cops. He's not going to hire any more with the $2 billion. What's going to happen? Going to build a couple of gyms? Some basketball hoops? What are you going to do? Nothing. He's like— But Jen Psaki tried to explain it, go.
2: I will note that um, in terms of the efforts the president has underway to address the rise in uh, in violence we've seen over the last 18 months, including in Chicago, there are a number of steps that impact Chicago directly and specifically, including um, his rescue plan is giving cities like Chicago um, alone is getting uh, almost $1.9 billion through the rescue plan.
0: Rescue plan. huh? Okay. L.A. I don't spend a lot of time in Los Angeles. I spend more in Chicago and New York, but L.A.'s just as bad. All right. So uh, over the 4th of July weekend, a dozen people murdered in Los Angeles, most of them black. All right. I think some Hispanics, too. Homicides in L.A. up 25 percent year to year. All right. The brunt of all the murders are in South Los Angeles, black neighborhood. And murders across the largest state in the Union, California, up 31 percent. I mean, come on, you know, and as the president pointed out correctly, all of this, all of these tremendous violent crime rises are happening in Democratic-led cities. So let's go to Utah, which has 1.5% African-Americans. That's it. More than 90% white. But there's a Black Lives Matter chapter in Utah. It's run by a woman named Lex Scott. So on the 4th of July, here's what Ms. Scott posted about the American flag. I will read it to you, quote, When we black Americans see this flag, we know the person flying it is not safe to be around. When we see this flag, we know the person flying it is a racist. When we see this flag, we know that the person flying it lives in a different America than we do. When we see this flag, we question your intelligence. We know to avoid you. It is a symbol of hatred. So the American flag is a symbol of hatred to uh, this woman, Lex Scott. Now, what if you had a uh, son or a daughter, brother, sister, child in any way, killed defending America and buried in a flag on the coffin? You see, this is what uh, Miss Scott doesn't understand. She doesn't understand anything about the nobility of America because she doesn't want to understand. She hates America. Now, our Constitution gives Ms. Scott the right to live here even though she despises the country. So after doing that, she got some heat. Ms. Scott did. And she said, ever since we put up the post, our page has been flooded with hatred from people who fly the flag. And we want to thank those people for proving our point. No, they just dislike you. That's what, because maybe they lost people. And maybe the vets who got their arms and legs blown off, maybe they dislike you because you're a hater, in their opinion. So I'm on a radio WABC with uh, Sid Rosenberg this morning. And uh, critical race theory is big in New York public schools, big controversy in private schools as well. Um, teaching uh, the children that uh, Caucasians, white people, are bad, pretty much. That's what critical race theory is. So uh, Sid asked me about it, and here's what I said.
2: Go. Any person who looks at life through the prism of skin color, I don't care where you live or what color you are, if you live your life evaluating everything by the color of your skin and the skin of other people. You're going to be one miserable person. And race problems will never be solved, ever, because there will always be resentment. We were born the way we were born. We had no power over our skin color, ethnicity, anything like that. Our duty as citizens of this country is to try to get along with each other. That's our duty as a citizen, to try to get along. Tell me if critical race theory, as you accurately described it, that says white people are bad Mm -hmm. and always have been bad, tell me how that advances the cause of people getting along with each other.
0: Okay, so it doesn't. I told you that uh, Tokyo should have postponed the Olympics. They said no, and now... They have declared a state of emergency in Japan right before the Olympics. Okay. So today, uh, the organizer of the Tokyo Olympics are banning all spectators from the upcoming games. Nobody can go watch. Why? Because COVID is out of control in Japan. Okay. And uh, almost a thousand new infections yesterday. A thousand. Highest daily caseload since May. And they don't know what to do. Now, you don't have to be vaxxed. The athletes don't have to be vaxxed to compete. So you're going, what you're going to have is you're going to have COVID athletes. What do you say? So this is crazy. Um, state of emergency in Japan runs from July 12th to August 22nd. No spectators at the games. a ban on alcohol. Bars and restaurants must close by 11 p.m. In Japan, 20% are vaccinated. Approximately. It's approximate. Van population is 126 million. don't need a lot of people who aren't vaccinated. It's going to be a debacle. Mexico. So they have a mixed Mexico pageant down there. And half of all the beauty contestants in one of the areas, a Chihuahua, in the north of Mexico, half of the contestants have COVID. So they wrapped it up really fast. 20% of Mexicans vaxxed. Just like Japan. Stay in history. It's an interesting story. So 62 years ago, July 8, 1959, the first two Americans were killed in Vietnam. And um, this story, this Vietnamese story, has not been told honestly. Someday I will tell it. So the first two were Major Dale Roos, 37, and Master Sergeant Charles Onanda, 44. All right. They were uh, advisors. To South Vietnamese government and they were killed 62 years ago after that under President Eisenhower under President Kennedy and under President Johnson the war escalated and so much so that at the end of the war and the war lasted let me get this stat for you about 17 years I mean it was never a formal war so 60,000 American dead 300,000 wounded, most of those draftees. As far as the North Vietnamese are concerned, 2 million civilians on both sides, North and South, dead. 1.1 million North Vietnamese soldiers and Viet Cong fighters dead. South Vietnamese lost 200,000 dead and about a million wounded. So this was just a debacle of, That was. This is the last ground war debacle. From now on, the wars will be high tech, fought from the skies and missiles and drones and all of that. This thing was so bad, and it cost the American taxpayer a trillion dollars in today's money. And we didn't get anything out of it. Now, we held off the communists. Remember, we won in Korea. The North Koreans invaded South Korea to make them all communists. North Vietnamese did the same thing in South Vietnam. But Um, Truman was able to win the Korean War and push the North back, right? So you have a free South Korea. Eisenhower and Kennedy and Johnson thought they could do the same thing in Vietnam and push the North Vietnamese back and keep South Vietnam free. They could. Different terrain, uh, Russia and China involved in supplying uh, the Viet Cong and the North Vietnamese. Uh, It was just a mess. And and it was never fought as an all-out war, as all vets in Vietnam know. We didn't use the power that we had. If we had, we would have leveled the entire North Vietnamese hierarchy. It would have been just bombed, but they didn't do it. So anyway, I I respect everybody who uh, fought in that war because you were trying to do a good thing, keep people from being communists. They are communists today in South Vietnam. I have been to Saigon. It's now Ho Chi Minh City. I'll never say that. I had to report it, but it's Saigon to me. But that thing is misunderstood, it was botched, it was, and uh, first death 62 years ago today. Quick break, back with some mail, and then a final thought on my dinner after the interview with Donald Trump. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its free fall Two six five five three two. Okay, let's go to the mail and uh, Amy Schultz, Raymond, no- New Hampshire. As a simple woman, can you explain? Please explain to me, Bill, the logic of how Democrats and the mainstream media think America is a racist country. I can't explain that. I can't. It's just that some people don't like the USA, and race is an easy way to show that. I mean, I understand why African-Americans are a little teed off, more than a little in some cases. It's a bad history there. I wrote Killing Crazy Arts to show you what happened with Native Americans. But today, we're trying. John, um, on the message board. Bill, every time you talk about how everyone should be vaxxed and say that you can't understand why people don't want to take the vaccine, I feel angry. My wife took the first shot, had a severe reaction, and the doctor told her not to take the second When Are you saying she should follow the she should not follow the advice of doctor? Uh, you know, you know, John, that this is ridiculous. What you just said, you know that. Number one, I think everybody should be vaxxed because that protects you. You know, half the states COVID is rising, and those states are states would have a lot of people who are unvaccinated. Vaccine works. Now, some people are going to have a bad reaction to it. And if your doctor says don't take it, absolutely you trust your doctor. My job is to look out for you and the country. America's coming out of COVID. Europe and Asia are not. One reason why. We have the vax. Lloyd, America's vax rate is about as high as it's going to go. 30% don't want it and won't take it no matter what anyone says. That's true. And you can't, the government can't force you. That's a net, another constitutional right that you have. Philip, I agree that uh, Disney Company has crossed the red line. I have canceled my Disney programs. It probably means nothing to them. They're still going to make a ton of money. And Valerie McGrew, Delhi City, California. I was born in San Francisco, currently live in a suburb, so sad to see what's happened to the city. I know a lot of San Francisco residents. There's a movement among them to recall the district attorney to address the crime problem and to recall the... Board of Education. If the folks don't take back San Francisco, ruin forever. Greg, concierge member, Greg gets access to me. All right. All of my liberal friends have turned off the news. They have no interest in hearing how bad a choice they made. I, I think it's just boring now, myself. Andrew Zabo, uh, St. Petersburg, Florida. I have every one of your killing books, Bill. Once I start reading, my wife doesn't even try to talk to me because she knows I can't put them down. Killing Mob on Sunday, number one again. New York Times list. Nine weeks in the marketplace. Unbelievable. Thank you all. Phenomenal is what it is. And Killing Crazy Horse, I just mentioned that. All the Killing books make great summer reads. You'll learn a lot and you'll have fun reading them. Now, this is very important. If you want to reach me about the Trump interview or critical race theory, or anything I've said, Bill at Bill Bill at BillO'Reilly.com. Name in town if you wish to opine. Word of the day, do not be meretricious. M-E-R-E-T-R-I-C-I-O-U-S. Do not be meretricious. Back with the final thought in a moment. This episode is brought to you by Shopify All right, here's a final thought of the day, after the interview with uh, President Trump, he was kind enough to uh, buy me dinner at his club. And it was the best lobster bisque I have ever had in my entire life. And the scallops were great, too. So, at the dinner, um, we were talking about a lot of stuff. And some of it I can't tell you. It's not right. These are personal conversations. But I can tell you one thing, and I don't think he will mind. And by the way, the topics of conversation range from New York sports um, to various personalities in the news because he knows them, I know them. Um, That's kind of stuff. But he wants to run again. I've told you that. And there's no doubt about that. So we were talking about that. And I said, because I'm bold and fresh, you don't know that. I mean, I'm biting the hand that feeds me. But I'm respectful. I said, Mr. President, if you want to run again, I have one name for you. Then I it piqued his curiosity. Stop chewing. I said, Winston Churchill. Winston Churchill almost single-handedly saved Great Britain during World War II. They voted him out, Bo- booted him, prime minister. He lost, but then he made a stunning comeback. I said, you got to study got to study Winston Churchill. Now, Churchill and Trump, very similar. Both blustery, you know, don't suffer fools, coming to come at you. Trump, a little more um, flamboyant than Winnie, but they're close. So I said to President Trump, if you are going to run again, you've got to moderate a little bit. You've got to watch what Churchill did. And I think he was impressed with that. So I thought you'd like to know that. So I hope you enjoyed this program tonight. I hope you will go to BillOReilly.com. I hope you will tell people to sign up for premium members so they can see the entire interview, anyone you want. And I hope you will consider coming to see Donald Trump and Bill O'Reilly in a history tour. All right. So all of that is going our way now. We have a lot of momentum here. We have a lot of momentum on the first, on BillOReilly.com, on Killing the Mob. The winds have shifted, and it's all because of you. And we thank you very much for watching. Talk to you soon.